The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Tyson. This is John. This is Rebecca. This is Nick. This is still Tom. This is Lucas. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Robot Podcast. I'm pulling up the article. I'm pulling up the article. We'll explain it to you. Rebecca's getting the article for the podcast. That's his start. That lets you know that it's going. That's how we know. That's how we know. Where have you been? I know that's how we know, but I was still talking about what we're going to talk about. We don't care what you're going to talk about. All right. I'm just going to run it. Tom, beer me, please. Was that worth it? It was totes worth it. I feel a little bit about that, actually. <laughs> so, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes has announced that it will now disable audience reviews for unreleased movies, which, not sure why they didn't have that as an option what? before. No I shit. Can we take a moment? Tom's song, like, all I, I can't stop thinking about City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> I don't know why. I always Jack Palance. Those two movies, City Slickers and City Slickers 2, yeah. were some of the only movies my grandma had because she's a hillbilly. I have seen them That's at least great. 20 times Daniel each. Daniel Stern. Same. Same. American so, icon. So, so Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> shut down user reviews before the movie actually comes out. Now, why is that important? Other than it being... a Insanely obvious. Well, so, they they so, for, that, so for example, movies like Captain Marvel and the new Star Wars movies. Which doesn't have a title yet. Or, or even the last one, The Last Jedi. Yeah. Get downvoted so aggressively. I believe IMDb has also like removed like yeah. uh, the ability to vote on a movie before it gets released. Um, because people be mad. You're ruining my Star Wars. You're putting a woman in my movies. This movie's a piece of garbage, blah, blah, blah. Brie Larson is also Hitler. And so you think it's problematic for people to review movies they haven't seen? <laughs> <laughs> it was also, um, so the guy that runs Rotten Tomatoes was like, we're also doing this because people are getting confused about this. Like they thought that the who wants to see this score was the critic score. Oh. And so, well, it's because they present them as equals, like yeah, side by exactly. side. It's so the design it of their website. Bad, bad UI, point. and so they removed that because I mean, it's not useful, and it's super, super easy oh, to manipulate. Oh, they should do. They should have the, wa- the want to see rating should be a little seed, and the more the want to read uh, rating grows, it becomes a little plant. And then if it's fresh, it's a fresh tomato. Now, what they should do is just bomb the whole fucking thing because I scarcely care what reviewers have to say about movies, let alone just the general public. Like, <laughs> just fucking get rid of like the whole, like even after they release it, like I don't fucking care what other people thought of this movie. And like, I don't honestly give a fuck what Rotten Tomatoes thinks about a movie either. Like people are like, oh, well, we got a low Rotten Tomatoes score. And I'm usually like, well, I'm going to go. So let's, originally let's, Rotten Tomatoes let's tone was... it down. Our whole podcast is us reviewing movies well so originally originally Rotten Tomatoes was the hub where all critic reviews could be found and then eventually they opened it up to the general public and fuck what they have to say also I mean I don't care about what critics have to say but a lot of people do care and so that was like the hub where you could find all of those reviews and it would average they out. aggregate the yeah. scores and, I mean yeah. I, I have found it useful or interesting to be like I don't know if I want to see this movie oh it looks like People generally enjoy it. I'll check it out. It's because hard to find a critic, movies... though. Like, you've got to be careful of the critics because well, some of them well, are I... just assholes 
to be assholes. But one thing that oh, I totally. like that Rotten I mean. Tomatoes it's, does. It's like an average. Yeah. And but like they also average like what I love is they're like the critics fucking hate this movie. Audience loves it though. Like I really like seeing those two scores compared side by side. Mm. Well, I do like, think uh, that's helpful after the movies come out because a lot of movies I like aren't critically acclaimed. They're just mm-hmm. And some critically acclaimed movies I could get uh Paul Thomas Anderson's newest oh. movie, uh Thread or whatever, about the Oh, fashion designer, which uh, is like the slowest. The Daniel Day Lewis, movie? Yeah, yeah, movie ever. But like critics love it because, that. from like a camera work <laughs> and directorial standpoint, this film is flawless. But like the story is the most bland, boring, who gives a shit thing you'll ever see. <laughs> sure, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that's. I just thread but, up starring Daniel Day Lewis. But it's kind of interesting, similar to like Facebook now, you know. Uh, I'm going to go on a rant, so be prepared. Oh, boy. Rant. Ready? So Facebook, uh, Zuckerberg made that to be able to meet women. And now it's involved in rigging political like environments, the stuff with the Russians and uh, our last election. Oh, here he is. But uh, you're seeing the same thing with Rotten Tomatoes. Like, Do you think Rotten Tomatoes got into that to be in the business of selling movies? Yeah, I went. Because now that's you know, certified fresh is on movies when you go to buy the Blu-ray. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are having the same problems. It's just these fucking troll assholes on the internet. And I, but the thing is, like that's and, not... and Russian. Sorry, Tyson, because the Russians came in to fucking okay, to grandpa. bomb the Last Jedi. Yeah. No, no, no. This no, is they, they, they did. did. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. God damn it! The foundation of America, Star Wars, taking away our freedoms. So I think it's interesting that that is such a big deal, like certified fresh. And now they're just barely getting to the point like, well, we shouldn't let people review these until they've actually seen the movie. I just think the biggest mistake any like corporation or anything can make is just letting everyone have a, have that's a say. A, that's what I was going to say yeah. is like mm-hmm. there it doesn't really matter that they have are if they haven't already, they are going to shut down the pre want to see this reviews for movies that haven't come out yet. Because all that's going to happen is all of these campaigns that these like incel fuckboys want to do, they'll just do it when the movie comes out, and it's going to drop that score anyway. But it'll have but less the, effect at that yeah, point. The well, scores and the don't thing matter. About, and the thing about is what they're going for, because people look for those reviews the first couple of weeks, and, and I it think, takes time for them to build up that negativity before the movie comes out, so they yeah. they can't uh, get together that quickly. Well, and they're only I doing that to affect the studios, right? Because mm-hmm. of like the spheres that the internet is divided into. If you have heard about Captain Marvel and you like Marvel movies, you're gonna go see it anyway. I would love to meet the one person who saw an incel review, be like, "This movie was garbage," and Brie Larson's Hitler be like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't see it. Well, uh, the other thing I is, can confirm Brie Larson isn't Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Resident sleep, Jew. <laughs> uh, she used to sleep with my buddy Todd in New York, and he's a Jew, so oh, not sense. very Hitler-like. So, well, or maybe it's like the his deep-seated dick, thing, like the senators that hate homosexuals, but really on the side. He did say he gave her a dirty Sanchez once that was very Hitler-esque, but not enough to make her oh Hitler. God. Maybe he converted. I'm just Hitler. kidding. That was a made-up story <laughs> and then we Becca's got sued not smiling. Oh, um, <laughs> i was gonna say now it's like just gonna be Santa's lost no um, one likes no, no, you're it's good. gross who came up with that poop on your upper lip it's gross as fuck i don't understand this is Sorry, real tough Nick. but i want to go back to what nick had to say. no i don't want to anymore <laughs> no just say all these people are so fucking angry like they're owed a right to mm-hmm. have their opinion mm-hmm. on the internet no platform owes you space yeah nothing yep nope it's no. Yep. It's by comparison because of that that little little fucker Jacob Wall that got, <laughs> he got suspended <laughs> from Twitter. Um, 
and like all of course like all of the conservatives are like you know well this is the end of like this is a slippery slope to the end of free speech like look you gotta look at it this way like twitter is not a god-given right it is not just like some space where you get to go yell out your shit if someone comes into your house and they use language that you don't appreciate you're gonna ask them to leave and you're not gonna have them back twitter's the same thing on a larger scale like they don't owe you anything like nobody owes you a platform so twitter's like my aunt judy basically (laughs) (laughs) every hanukkah she doesn't enjoy my language and asked me to leave (laughs) twitter is your aunt judy yeah yeah Judy's Twitter keeps allowing you back every time. So she feels obligated, but she knows I'm going to drop a cunt at some point. <laughs> All right. So while we're bitching about people who think they're somebody talking about movies, let's talk about some movies. We've got some trailers coming up. Hellboy. And then I want to introduce a new category shortly after trailers about unnecessary sequels. Let's talk some trailers. Hellboy Red Band. Yes. Complete. 180 on the last one they put out because I think they're like oh fuck nobody liked that let's try this again but Mm -hmm. you pointed out that it kept cutting away every time he talked yeah I wonder if there was a problem with when he was talking or them trying to dub his voice because every time Hellboy starts to talk in the trailer about a word or two in it cuts to someone else yeah that was all I could that was all I could pay attention to when I watched that trailer it was weird right yeah why are we looking at this person Hellboy was talking where is she? <laughs> you brought up an interesting point. Tom thought that the cover looked very similar to... Yeah, it looked like a rip of the Doom box art. Like, it had the same color scheme, same, like, iconography, same, like, pixelated kind of... Not pixelated, but, like, the, the hard, like, 2D lines kind of behind everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it it looked like they took the Doom guy out, brushed I mean, over the middle, and then just stuck Hellboy over the yeah, front of it. Some graphic designer's it, a yeah. big Doom fan. They're both yeah. very similar, though. It's guy yeah. goes to hell. Yeah, like, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It was just, like, at first, like, from a side glance when I was scrolling through Slack, I was like, well, what are they posting about Doom for? Like, oh, that's all. I think you're the biggest Hellboy fan here. Nick, how do you feel about it? Are you looking forward to it? The trailers aren't helping. They're not looking real great. He looks... Yeah. He, a little scary. So, I keep wavering back and forth, like, what's the guy's name who's playing Hellboy this go-around? David, David Harbour. Harbour. David Harbour. I like the guy... The Hellboy costume, he looks sunken. Like, his face. Like, I don't know. Like, the Ron Perlman, when he did it, like, I don't know. He just... Well, something about Ron this Perlman's Hellboy. face is kind of already fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is, like, Neanderthal. Yeah. yeah. He's one of those guys where you know when he was, like, 12 years old, he looked like a 30-year-old man. You know? <laughs> like, but prominent I, brow. But yeah. this Jordan. new Hellboy, I think, looks a lot like the comic. It does. And it does. that's, yeah, like, that's why he looks sunken. Yeah. Just because... Hellboy the first thing I think about is his cheekbones. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about is the cheek, like the prominent cheekbones. Yeah. But the, the the thing that's weird about the movie too is it just seems like so much of it is just like borrowed from the previous Hellboy movies. Like you from, mean borrowed from the comic books? No, from the previous movies. Like the the makeup jobs that they like when they show the baby Hellboy in uh, the newest trailer. It looks like the exact CGI one that they used in the first Hellboy. Yeah, but how are you gonna how make? Are you gonna change how are you gonna change a baby? Yeah, a, well, no, no, a Hellboy I mean, baby. You've got some very specific I, character I traits. I that understand you need. that. What I'm saying is, it looks like they just reused the model. Like it's just it's weird to me. Like, yeah, it, I mean, I don't think this movie's gonna be good. I think it's no coincidence that Selma Blair all of a sudden comes out about multiple sclerosis right before Hellboy gets released. 
They're well. trying to build the sympathy points for the legacy of Hell. <laughs> I know that's not a popular opinion, but I'm just <laughs> saying. Say, I don't I'm think that's. Oh, I think God. that's unrelated. So, <laughs> speaking of movies that we think are going to be bad, Tom just gave me the worst. I just I, no, actually, it was me trying to make a Jew joke about you <laughs> to like counteract it, and I couldn't think of one. And hey, I felt listen, guilty. it's only fair that we make Jew yeah. jokes, and Jews, then he gets to make multiple sclerosis <laughs> jokes about fucking, the other people. Jews, <laughs> stop running the banks. Uh, yeah, speaking yeah. of Jews, Magneto, Dark. Phoenix. <laughs> Thank you. That's a solid transition. Excellent. Excellent that was solid. Yeah, so uh, that looks like a pile of shit. Right? Yeah, the, so the... the not, I don't want to just rag on stuff, but these trailers... Well, this is the this is the X-Men movie that we've seen before where it's, let's get rid of all the people who don't want to be X-Men anymore. Well, no, I mean, it's over, but X-Men's done. Like, they knew going into this movie, there's a good chance this is all done with. It's just, why do this again? Like yeah. you fucked it up so badly the first time, and I think the big problem with it is the Phoenix is a slow build. You need at least one, yeah, if not exactly. two, movies where right? like I said three she movies. She is Shit. good and realizing like you know I'm above humanity. You need a build up. You can't just throw it into Dark Phoenix mode. That's yeah. not how that. Which works. is what they did with both movies with the movie before, like with a slight you know wink and a nod towards a, the Phoenix right. apocalypse. You get the the firebird yeah. at the end of the movie yeah. you're like oh sweet they're gonna and in dive X, into this in an x2 you get the the phoenix shape in the water yeah and then all of a sudden it's just the next movie is like bam dark phoenix like she's well, succumbs to the power and just starts murdering people and can we also talk about how they pretty much just reveal that jennifer lawrence is in this movie for probably all of 10 minutes because <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, in, in the we're tr- gonna yeah. kill her will you Tom, please buy tickets what you and say, they Tom? scaled her makeup way down yeah you know, they, they're like we're not spending 15 hours on this you have two minutes in the movie let's just put a couple of yeah let's put some shit on your forehead and, and call it a day yeah we're good Tom. there i think without that slow build it it's going to be pretty tropey like looking at the trailer to me it's like oh so she finds out that she's adopted or some shit and then she accidentally kills some cars, and then she gets mad. And now she's like, does that make sense? Like her yeah. transition to Dark Phoenix did not, like, based on the trailer, did not make sense. No, they're doing the exact same thing. She realizes Xavier and Magneto decided to bury her powers, psychic blocks, oh, it's umbrella and she finds me. out, mm-hmm. and they, yeah, totally. I mean, that's it's just why the fuck are we doing this? James guys? McAvoy also looks bad. Bald James McAvoy is bad. And well, it's just bad. It should feel bad. Well, <laughs> he should feel bad. None of them like the... one of a cripple, Nick. <laughs> Watch me. As far as I can tell Whoa. from the trailer, the only person that seems to be trying anymore is uh, Magneto. What's his fucking Michael name? Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Yeah. He's so good. It's yeah, it's because he is so good. He just shows up and yeah, he's he just like, shows up boom, and knocks Magneto. it out of the park. He's the best. Like, um, but yeah, the whole movie. It's just I'm just I get flashbacks to X3. Like just everything about oh, yeah. it mm. is just. So, and, and oh, I'm sorry, Tom, oh, just real quick. I was just gonna say, like, we we haven't had any time with like what is considered to be like the OG X Men that they finally introduced Cyclops, Jean Grey, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. to to give a shit. Like this this Jean Grey we've seen once, and now I've, we're supposed to care about this transformation. I legit don't remember what happened in the last movie. I don't. I, so I don't remember Apocalypse. Like, I and I keep it. wanting to go back and watch it. I I'm just like, remember it couldn't Quicksilver. be that bad. But then it's like every no, time it I, so say, I, Tom? I remember it's one big ploy for Brian Singer to get underage boys <laughs> into his bed. <laughs> Turns out that's true. I'll cast you as Angel. I just need you to not have a shirt on the whole time we do this, and you're not going to talk. And I'm going to have this blanket over my lap. I don't care about your voice. 
Uh, I'm Tom, excited for this movie because it's fucking over. Sorry, Tom. So I just I do want to throw one positive look at the movie. Yay! I do like the way they're building up Magneto's role. Like I do think because I remember watching the '90s X-Men where Magneto was just a bad guy because he was angry, right? Like I don't remember a lot of like development behind why Magneto was a bad guy. He was just kind of a bad guy because reasons. Mm-hmm. I I do feel like in this movie, seeing like him talking to Xavier, uh, like that settlement or wherever he's building it does seem like they're giving him a lot of depth to his decision-making, which could be cool. Because yeah, I, I feel like in these movies, the one thing they've done well is that, like, <clears throat> Magneto isn't, a like, an evil person that just wants to harm people because he's evil, right? Like, he's seen a lot of really terrible shit done to him and his loved ones by multiple governments and has decided to basically take care of himself on his own and fuck everyone else. Mm-hmm. So there is that at least going for it, but otherwise, I would agree with him. Well, and that's I, the I think great the most... irony of Magneto. Right. He is everything he is is because of the Holocaust, but all he wants to do is create another Holocaust <laughs> right. yeah. for the but I, humans. But I feel like a lot of X Men stuff never really hit that well, and this kind of seems to be portraying that. Even if it doesn't. Well, That's a good I, point. I think the most frustrating part for me is, for my money and for X Men movies, First Class and Days of Future Past were so good. Were like good. I so much enjoyed those like those movies. Mm-hmm. And then it's like they just they bring Brian Singer fucking back in and the whole thing fucking goes to shit again. Did he do the first three movies? Yeah, yeah. one and he two. Did. One and two. Okay. And let's be honest, X2 is a fucking awesome movie. Oh, X2 no, is X2 as good is, as it gets. X2 yeah. is great. Yeah, like I'm not like the That's again, the top of it for me is yeah, X2. Totally. X X1 and X2 like for me are they were great, but I just it, it's just such a hard pivot again into garbage and I and I agree with you John I think a lot of it has to do with like the mergers coming uh all X characters fantastic foreign stuff are going to get shelved until they get brought into the, the the MCU. I would say even before any of that, that just the idea that we've ran as far as we can with this X-Men cast. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. It's going to be really class. funny if this Fox deal doesn't go through mm-hmm. and Disney doesn't get all these characters. I hope it doesn't. It'd just be hilarious if it was all fucked now. So let's talk about a movie I think we are all excited for. Well, can, I just want to point out one thing. We just spent like the first part of the podcast talking about people shitting on movies that they haven't seen yet. And then we just shit on movies that we haven't oh, yeah. seen yet. But Guys, I don't know. It's, it's X-Men. Let's be honest. We're like, all going to go see I it. I fucking love it. All I want is a good X-Men movie. And I've sat through some guy try to find the good and Apocalypse, which I there was not a lot of. And I still defend mutants. that. mutants. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. I just want, like, Fassbender, just a Magneto movie. That so would be like, so good. Post-World War II, just mm-hmm. hunting Nazis down, yep. using magnetic stuff to kill Nazis. Doing oh, those MCI Magneto Infinites for Ultimate Mortal Kombat. Was that not <laughs> the best Marvel scene? Capcom and, oh, yeah. It was. It was the best part of the movie. Oh, when totally. he goes to South America with and takes the knife, yeah. goes into the Nazi bar, that was, like, the greatest. Yeah, that was More of that, excellent. please. So, Pokemon, I think... Pokemon. Oh yeah. Pikachu. So I. So the first Pokemon trailer, I. Uh, I didn't get it. Who's that? Botchto. <laughs> it's not me. Botchto. Someone's phone is going off. Um, I didn't get it, but I had also just seen Suspiria, so I was like, am I, maybe I'm a dumb person, and I just don't get things anymore. Uh, but then the second trailer was released last week, and I was like, okay, I can get on board. Yeah. Like so, when they announced. I'm very I don't give a shit about Pokemon. You're a Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know know anything about Pokemon. Yeah, so when they... uh, I've always thought that they could do... If it was done well, that a a live-action Pokemon movie franchise is possible. 
you got the CGI now to do them well. And sure. so when they finally announced, like, we're doing live action Pokemon and it's Detective Pikachu. I didn't know like, Pikachu was furry. Huh? I didn't know Pikachu was furry. Well, yeah. How does he do lightning? He's going to set himself on fire. Um, <laughs> he just walks around smelling like so, hair all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was we- I thought it was a weird decision for them to decide to finally do a live action Pokemon movie and base it off of a uh, Game Boy Advance like one shot game that came out like 25 years ago or something like that. Right. Um, but then after the first, I was sold on the first trailer and now the second trailer, which gives you a little bit more idea of the the plot that they're, that they're going for on this one. I think it looks fucking excellent. And the great part is, is like you guys watch the trailer and you're kind of like, all right. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm on board with this. Like, I think they've done a really good job at making it accessible to just nerds in general. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I know of Pokemon. I know that Pikachu's a thing. But this live action movie, it actually looks really, really good. Um, the interactions uh, between like the humans and the Pokemon in this like look really, really good. The CGI looks fantastic. Um, I think they, they could have a really good franchise on their hands with this. And is like a, a non-Pokemon fan. Like Pikachu is it for me. Yeah, that's, right. that's the only gateway Pikachu, I have into that. And so for it makes some sense reason, to me that he's Mew and Mewtwo. One. I'm really into the the idea of Mew and Mewtwo. Because that was such a big thing. And you only Squirtle. had 100 Pokemon, right? And Tom, then they Tom. had like 101 was Mewtwo. Tom walked yeah. away at the wrong time. <laughs> so, well, I, oh, I'm trying to fill in for him as best he can. He's, his knowledge is a bit superior to mine. But um, they're definitely bringing in Pokemon from across several games. Um, so you had your initial like 150 and then plus Mewtwo, 51 that? Pokemon in the first iteration, which was red and blue. Um, and then later on yellow, which was pretty much the same game, but on this one you All got to Pikachus. you got to start with Pikachu and he would follow you around on screen as uh-huh. opposed to not having a buddy on screen with you when you were playing. Um, and, but then in the later games, you've got silver and gold and ruby and sapphire and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And each game they introduce more Pokemon to that roster. I don't even know what the, what are they up to now, Tom? 450, yeah, four hundred and fifty some odd Pokemon, and the Pokemon that are featured in the trailer span like the entirety of the games. Like there's like those kind of like frog ninja things that you see jumping around, like throwing energy blasts. Like those Mm -hmm. are from like Ruby and Sapphire, I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Is that the Greninja guys? Yeah. The the Greninjas. And so they're running the gamut. And I just think everything about this movie looks fucking excellent. I don't know what Tom thinks. I, I really haven't, I haven't seen any new trailers, but I've been excited since the moment I heard the voice. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. And I think that, like, I don't play Pokemon for the lore, really, so I couldn't tell you, like, the backstory of every world and the regions, but this looks fucking fun as hell. Yeah. Well, and I think they they kind of got a blank slate by using Detective Pikachu. What system did that come out for? Was it a Nintendo Game, Game Boy Advance? Uh, no, it was a 3DS. Was, I think 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, Pokemon games aren't really known for their plot. It's all the same thing, right? Like, you pick a Pokemon, you go out and you catch Pokemon, you battle other trainers, you battle gym leaders to collect the badges and become the best in that region. Like that's the plot of the game. It's very simple. I just don't like that you're making animals fight each other. It's mm-hmm. a real, real shitty thing to do. Well, you know, they enjoy it. <laughs> so did Michael Vick. <laughs> no, Michael Vick's not a dog. Not that dogs goes... enjoyed it this, so, in that metaphor is what they're I saying. I don't think so. Have we asked them? <laughs> but in Pokemon, their love for you grows stronger as they battle more. 
Yep. What? Sounds like a real fucked up relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We're not Some saying Stockholm it's healthy. We're just giving you the facts. We're just yes, master. It. I fight for you. Exactly. Damn Japanese people. So <laughs> let's introduce for this little section, the end. Unnecessary sequels. So we found that Rebecca thinks that every movie does not deserve a sequel, except for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which deserves all of the sequels. And Ghostbusters 2016 deserves a sequel. Coming up next, Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat. We don't know what it's called. <laughs> the sequel too. Why did they keep renaming that first one? Because bad the marketing, marketing on it was bad. I yeah, mean, renaming it doesn't help. Nope, no, it doesn't. That's why it, it was so bad. Is they just uh, okay. couldn't figure it out? Because was the book? I named? saw it in theaters as Oblivion, and then <laughs> <laughs> no. Or, uh, what was no. the original name? Edge Sorry, of Edge, of, Edge, of Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it was Edge of Tomorrow. And then, and then when the DVD got my released, my friends are like, as... "Oh, we got Live Die Repeat." I was like, "He did two of those movies." <laughs> There's a different one? But isn't Live, Die, Repeat the name of the graphic novel that it's based on? No, it's All You Need Is Kill is the name of the graphic oh, novel. Yeah. See, and that's what even the better. <laughs> They've yeah. got three names now. I can't keep up so, with all these names. What do we know about this unnecessary sequel? Movie. I don't care because I literally didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, <laughs> put it in the Slack group, and wanted you guys to go off. This is why this we is can't give her her own sections because she doesn't fucking prepare no, for it. No, I don't it. think we should. Here's, here's We've talked thing. about this. No, I think that's the intent of the segment. <laughs> that first unnecessary sequel. This doesn't need a sequel. What other sequels do we not need? <laughs> yeah, what else don't we it's need? Just her, it's just her reading a list. Here's yeah, my thing. No why reason. doesn't Scientology fund these movies? Like, that first movie was fucking awesome. And if you're Scientology and you want people to join and you have Tom Cruise, like, why not make a huge, big budget? Because you got money. Because that's all you do is take money from people. Not. Listen, here's what I would want and from And it's Tom Cruise sequel. fighting aliens and Xenu's an alien and he's putting bad spirits in. You could have Tom Cruise be like... <laughs> they, they already made that. this They make that battle... Battlegrounder? Battlefield Earth. Richard Dreyfus can narrate as <laughs> old L. Ron Hubbard. This would be a solid. Bring back John Travolta. No, here's what I want to see <laughs> for an don't. Edge of Tomorrow repeat. Re- wait, wait, wait. This is going against it, though. You said you didn't. The, the, I know. The only way I would be okay, okay with it is if it is the same story, but told from Emily Blunt's perspective. So how she comes to realize that she also like has this same live, die, repeat thing mm-hmm. happening to her. Mm-hmm. That's how I would but be I mean, okay with like it. You really want a movie about, about a woman? Yeah, okay. I don't know about <laughs> that. Yeah, hey, listen, you're getting Captain Marvel this year. You should be set for like the right. next decade, okay? Oh, well, <laughs> ten, more, ten years of Marvel movies. You, you got just one. had yeah. Wonder Woman. Why do you need Captain Marvel? I don't know. We just had Batman. Why do we need another Batman? I feel the oh, same God. way though. Who the is there, there was a yeah. Oh, I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. But please, dude. The, Joey was... Lawrence trying to be Batman? Is that what you were going no, for? No, but that's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Joey Lawrence is creating his own campaign to try to be the next Batman. And, yeah, and frankly, <laughs> like that was, that was my response. Whoa. <laughs> um, the, uh, one of the tweets I saw <laughs> was, like... you know, people were talking about Captain Marvel and like some dude was in the thread shitting on it. And then like the girl who had like made the original tweet was like, well, you know, maybe this mar- this movie just isn't for you. And then he replied like, uh, oh well, can I please have a list of all the movies that are for me then? And I just every wanted to like, yeah, I was gonna movie. say like uh, every movie in modern cinema. There you go. Like Google it, or better yet, just go to IMDb. I don't know if they have a section where you can just click movies, movies and then for men. all, <laughs> all, <laughs> yeah, all, and then it just gives you like I don't know how far their database goes back, but like 1923, and then just lists. Everything. You know that move, that first movie with the train coming at you yeah, for men. For men. <laughs> Because men love trains. Facts. <laughs> All right. What, let's hear some more. What other movies don't need sequels that are getting them? Oh, I don't I know. I, two I, more. Two more? Two more, Rebecca. I just knew about the Edge of Tomorrow one. Oh. 
I feel like he, she went on a solid rant in the Slack. How would you feel about, about no, Hot Tub Time Machine 3? No. I totally. Was there a two? I'm for yeah, it. There yes, there was, was a two. Two, two. And it was fan-fucking-tastic. Two, two was, was pretty good. Great. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You look like Lex Luthor. <laughs> I did literally go back to the Slack thread. I only posted Edge of Tomorrow getting a sequel. No, further up, it. though. Like, further up, there was... Maybe I'm the only one oh, remembering yeah, like that. No, I remember. Ago. Yeah, there like was like a bunch ago. of a bunch of stuff that I posted, and Rebecca was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> oh, the <laughs> men need movie too, Rebecca. The I mean, Kaczynski movie. There's been oh, a, a Quiet, Quiet Place. Place, a Quiet Place too. We oh, don't yeah. need a sequel to that. I agree. That I actually, I I don't disagree with you there. But the fact of the matter is, we're getting it, and it could be good. Yep. You don't know. Mm. Do you want to start a campaign? You want to go hit Rotten Tomatoes? A quiet place. Stay quiet. <laughs> quiet place. I'm just a big More John quieter. Krasinski fan, and like any success that that guy can find, like I'm all for it. Spoiler so, alert: He won't be in the sequel. Well, I know he won't be in the sequel, but he's directing it again. <laughs> no, Man, they're I gonna write him out like a baby. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna write him out as Emily director, Blunt. like yeah. in the movie. They they break the fourth wall and address that. <laughs> yeah, because Emily Blunt will take over. <laughs> right, because they're taking oh, over everything. Tyson. God. When I are mean, white men going to catch a break? They should have <laughs> learned. He should have watched his fucking wife and been like, oh, Mary Poppins, unnecessary. Maybe I shouldn't make this quiet place. Mary Poppins didn't do it. Rebecca's well. nodding in agreement. And it's also, I mean, this has been, no offense, Rebecca, but like the year of like, don't make remakes with women starring in Mary Poppins, Ocean's 8. Failed. Failed. Yeah, Ocean's 8 was not good. Failed. It looked really good, but it, it was Failed. not good. Overboard? Overboard, <laughs> yeah, with Anna Ferris. Who's gonna recast Kurt Russell? Yeah, let's. Okay, look, I, I like. I am all for like the the gender swap reboots when they're good. What about the what the what but women want? The what men want reboot? Yeah. 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 Hold on, you cannot gender swap any character played by Kurt Russell. You're nope, just not. That you're is not against the rules. Not accepted. Only... Escape from New York. No, no. The only no. female movie that has done well this year, Roadhouse, is Medea. Whatever new Medea movies out. <laughs> Which is played by a man. <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. Which is the last one, supposedly. Yeah. Ever. Oh, Bullshit. Okay. So Tyler Perry was in Vice. Let's reboot Vice, but with a woman, Dick Cheney. Would it just be Kate McKinnon? Because she plays every white guy <laughs> on yeah, uh, SNL. All the white guys. I, I love that. Um, that. You guys have just heard the death of the Dick Shiny podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The What Men Want movie. Like Every uh-huh. time I see that pop up, I'm just like... Is that a movie? Yeah. I thought it was like a it's series. It's like an or answer to the Taraji question P. that everybody knows the answer to. I love yeah. that the, yeah. all these, for some reason, and titties. It's, wait, I wait, can wait. tell you that whole movie is going to be a lie because like men don't have enough thoughts to fill They think about farts, fucking movie. farts and sex. Yeah. Well, it's funny oh. they took these older movies that are definitely more sexist and said, hey, if we stick a woman in, or a woman in the lead, this is going to be gangbusters. <laughs> People are going to go nuts for it. I know. No, it's got not. a sequel idea. How to lose a guy in nine days. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Hudson. Let's get more Kate Hudson. Eh, why? I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Man, <laughs> don't ask him for a reason. Hey, guys, look over there. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.